This is the Sneaky Plays Podcast, presented by JokerMag.com, the home of the underdog. Thank you for listening, and enjoy this podcast. Sneaky Plays fans, we know you're excited about the upcoming NFL season. We are too. And that's why we decided to partner up with Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new DFS app for prop bets. They have streamlined the drafting process and eliminated the need to do unnecessary hours of research by using only top-tier athletes. Instead of the traditional salary cap format, you build your lineup around a list of prop bets. This is awesome because we love having security. For each contest, you need to choose 10 of the 20 prop bets plus two ice picks, your security, to protect you from any late scratches or postponed games. Each unique prop has an over and an under point value assigned to it, and you will be rewarded that point value if that prop is correct. For example, will Tom Brady throw for over or under 250 yards? The less likely the prop is to occur, the more points the choice will be worth, and you build your team score around the amount of correct props you select. This is awesome. We're super excited for it. We want to let you know that you sign up using Thrive Fantasy, Use our promo code SNEAKY, that's S-N-E-A-K-Y, and you will receive a $10 bonus. So you make a deposit of $10, you get $10 back for a free bonus. Exciting stuff. We are super excited for Thrive Fantasy, and enjoy your NFL season. All righty then, welcome to the Sneaky Plays podcast. I'm Brian Cantino here with Chris Morris and Dom Fierro. The crew is finally back together after a long hiatus due to technical difficulties, vacations, et cetera, et cetera. So glad to be back. What's going on, guys? We are fully back, loaded, three-man crew. It's good to have everyone here. And it uh, seems like everybody's technical difficulties have been solved. So uh, let's get to some talking football. Yeah, big weekend last week. Uh, a nice little win for my Packers, and well, sorry, Tina, for your team, but Oy. uh, you know, a nice little win for you two, Morris. So let's get yeah, to, let's the get first rolling. First half wasn't too great, but we figured it out. <laughs> well, well, at least Jess didn't get blown out, so I'll take that, I guess, as a moral victory of some sort. Um, <laughs> and also, uh, before uh, we start, I want to highlight uh, our picks against the spread this past weekend, uh, Dom. Not so good, bud. Not so good. No. What was, what was Dom's record? Dom, I, Dom, Dom had five correct games. Oh, God. What was Morris. I? Morris, you and I tied with 10. So All right. Pretty good, pretty pretty good, good start. Nice. Yeah. Four, four, four games last week in the final minute, the favorite team ended up blowing the game. It did happen. So, Not a lot of spreads covered. I hope you guys didn't have too much money on the games. I bet every game. <laughs> I figured you did. I had a good day in college on Saturday. Uh, not a great day Sunday on the oh, NFL games. I'm raking it in with uh, college, but yeah, not so much the NFL. No, nah, me too. Well, anyway, uh, here we are transitioning to the NFL for this podcast. We will start with our week two DraftKings plays. Um, I feel like our lineup did pretty pretty damn well in week one, huh? What do you say? No, it did. Dalvin Cook I had. Uh, he was good. Um, we had a couple other good calls too. Um, Chris Carson, pretty, Alshon yeah, Jeffrey, Chris Carson, Carson exactly. Wentz. Spot I mean, on all around it seemed. Yeah, yeah, Ravens uh, defense. I mean, this was it was a good week. I I won some money with our lineup, so it's always nice. good. Yeah, absolutely. So hopefully we can win some people money this week with our week two DraftKings plays. Um, as always, we start with the quarterback, finish with the defense. So Morris, I'll I'll send it over to you, bud. We got Sling the Rock this week for you at quarterback in your DraftKings lineups. I got the one and only greatest of all time, Mr. Tom Brady himself. Um, theme of this obviously picking on what is clear now I think after one week the far and away worst team in football the Miami Dolphins Um, I mean you could not be more pitiful than they were on Sunday against Baltimore Um, and you know it's a shame because I don't I mean Baltimore did look really good but I'm not sure you know how much of, of an indictment that is on how bad Miami is or if Baltimore's offense is that legit um, but we know New England's offense is legit no matter what. Um, I mean, they looked phenomenal on Sunday night against Pittsburgh. 
um, seemed to have no problem uh, working in the new guys. Josh Gordon didn't miss a beat. Um, and we know who Brady's got coming in this week. Uh, everybody's favorite lunatic, Mr. Antonio Brown himself, who uh, Belichick said he's uh, questionable, I think. But my guess would be that he plays in some capacity at least. And even if he doesn't, I mean, he's still got Gordon, Edelman, Philip freaking Dorsett even got in on the action the other night. Um, so Brady's got plenty of weapons at his disposal going against what's the worst team in the league. Um, you know, the only downside to this could be that they're up by so much that he doesn't he barely plays in the second half. Um, but expect him to put up, you know, I'd say at least 300 yards, three or four touchdowns. Um, I think he's he's got to be a shoe and to have a big week. Even though they have struggled down there in the past down in Miami, um, it's just for whatever reason, weird weird shit happens when the Patriots play down there, like last year, the uh, the Miami Miracle at the end. But I, uh, I don't see anything like that happening this time around. I think the Pats roll, and I think Brady puts up huge numbers. Yeah, uh, I do like that pick. Obviously, Tom Brady is going to sling the rock really well uh, against the Dolphins. Uh, one thing that I do don't kind of like you said, I don't like that he might not play. You know, the whole game depending how big they're up. So I'd be kind of aware of that. Uh, my pick would be this week: Philip Rivers, sixty-one hundred against going up against the Lions. That Lions D collapsed against the the Cardinals. So it'd be nice to see. You know, Philip Rivers. He didn't have the greatest game. I believe I didn't really check his stats, but I know they kind of struggled against the Colts. Uh, but I would like to see a comeback from him, you know, week two. It's kind of every offense is finally rolling again. So I would pick him this week going up. He's got some great targets. Austin Eckler is going to be the guy running the ball and catching out the backfield. Uh, and Hunter Henry, he didn't have the greatest game. I, is he hurt? I couldn't remember if he got hurt. No, I think he's good. He's good? I couldn't I remember. Okay. But, Mike uh, Williams got hurt. That's who got hurt. I thought yeah. I saw somebody got hurt that. Yeah. But, I would think he would have a good game against the Lions. Lions defense is eh, I mean, at best. So he would be my pick, but you can definitely roll Tom Brady. Yeah, so I actually like I like both those picks. Um, I would say I like Phil Rivers more um, at 6,100. Uh, I think Keaton Allen is going to have a really big day. I think Hunter Henry is going to have a big day. Austin Eckler is there too. Um, deep throw with Travis Benjamin. So I think the Chargers are going to put up some numbers this week. Um against those Lions. And then for Tom Brady, I'm a little skeptical, uh, not because of his talent, obviously, because he's one of the greatest to ever do it, but just because they might get up a bunch and it'll turn into like a Rex Burkhead show, um, which you kind of saw this past week against oh, the Steelers. Where Rex Burkhead was just killing everyone that owned Sony Michelle or James White, really. Um, I can see it happening again. Uh, just, I, I don't know what it is, but, they love to give the ball to Rex Burkhead, um, and he's the worst back out of the three. But you know yeah. he's going to get the he's going to get the ball a lot, and it's a damn shame. And I think it's going to be a blowout. So I think it might turn into something like that, where some of these starters, you know, are end up playing fifty percent of the snaps as opposed to seventy five to to ninety. So it, it might turn into one of those games. Um, I think it's different in Miami this year. I don't think there's an opportunity for them to have a Miami miracle. No. If we're wrong on this, uh, that I think that would be crazy because <laughs> I think they're just abominable. Like, they're awful. So, Tom Brady, you know, I think he might put up enough points in the first half alone to salvage your fantasy day. Um, my pick is kind of way under the radar here. He's, he's my boy, though. Josh Allen, 5,300. Playing against huh. the Giants. <laughs> Playing against the Giants. I like that pick. I do like I it. I don't mind it either. And th- he put up roughly, I think it was like 19.6 on DraftKings last week, uh, this past week. And that was with four turnovers. So there's, it's very unlikely he'll have four more turnovers this week. <laughs> so at 5,300, uh, yeah, I'm pro- I'll probably go with Josh Allen this week in my lineups. No, I like the Josh Allen pick. Um, I mean, he showed some resiliency last week coming back from that 16 nothing deficit on the road against the Jets. Um, and, yeah, I mean, he's, playing, he's going up against what looks like also to be one of the worst defenses in the league in the Giants. Um, I mean, that, that's another, you know, kind of litmus test. Like, Dallas looked great last Sunday, but how much is that is New York's poorest defense? Um, and I think it certainly is poor. Um, yeah, I like that pick. I think Allen's got some good weapons too. Um, I'll, I'll talk, actually talk about some guys in the Bills that I like later in the pod too um, as weapons this week. But uh, Allen, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure how, you know, he didn't put up huge numbers last week, but decent fantasy outing, I guess, yeah. 
Um, and certainly I think he's going up against the worst defense this week. So yeah, I don't, I don't mind the pick. Yeah. Uh, those giants defensive backs stink. I don't care what anybody says. So I do like that pick of Josh Allen. He's going to tear them up. I have a feeling. Yeah, that's why. I mean, at 5,300, I just feel like he's worth playing. He'll at least get 16, 17 points if anything fails. Um, and then you have enough money bounced around elsewhere to help you out. So if you feel like being a little bit, um, you know, trying to pay up somewhere else, Josh Allen might be your guy. And another guy I just want to name, Lamar Jackson. I named him last week. Uh, he's at 6,700. So if you want to go and pay, I mean, he's playing against Arizona. He put up a monster stay against Miami. I don't know if he'll duplicate that, but I don't know. He's definitely worth a look. And I feel like a lot of people might be on him. So I'm, I'm not positive that I would particularly play him, but definitely a, a guy that if you put in your lineups, I think he's, he's locked in for at least, you know, 22 to 25 fantasy points this week. Yeah. Um, I've always thought that Lamar Jackson could throw the ball the way he did. Uh, I would be too, a little careful that I don't think he's going to repeat that. Uh, anytime soon. I don't know how Phil repeated against the Cardinals, but he's obviously got some great weapons over there in Hollywood Brown and what's his name? Will Sneed and whatnot. Mark, Mark Andrews too. Yeah, okay. so he's got some great weapons over there. So definitely somebody you can look at that Arizona defense. Uh, I didn't get to watch that game, but I don't think they're very good. Uh, you know, obviously the Lions put up points against them. So I would just be kind of, you know, if you think he's going to repeat what he did last week, I would be a little bit worried. Yeah, I agree. I don't think. I mean, I don't think he's going to put up those numbers again. He probably won't all year. Would be my guess. Um, but I do think he can throw the ball. I mean, he made some beautiful passes down the field to Hollywood Brown. Uh, he hit Andrews over the middle a couple times. He's good at the play action when he gets in that rhythm. Um, he kind of uses the run game to set up the pass, obviously. Um, but I do like him, and I think he's going to have a really good year. And this is another team. I mean, Arizona. They tied last week, but they stink too. They might not be as bad as Miami, but. Going on the road, home opener, uh, I think Lamar's probably going to have a big day, too. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, I, I just think they'll they'll win that game easily and Lamar Jackson have a good day. Um, all right, so we need quite a few quarterbacks there. We'll move on to running back. Uh, Dom, we'll start with you. Um, who do you have carrying the ball for you? Do you got any, you know, real sneaky plays this week or kind of more, you know, right down the middle type of plays that hit, uh, hit you right in the face? Well, my guy is uh, Aaron Jones over here at, let me check what he's at, 5,400. Uh, obviously, they didn't run the ball well against the Bears, but you know that Bears defense is really good, and that offense seemed to struggle just kind of meshing that for, in the week one. Uh, but I expect him to have a huge bounce back, and he's going to be the guy this year in Green Bay. So for him to get going, it's going to be very important to them. I would think he carries the ball really well against a Vikings defense that can definitely give up points and definitely give up yards. He, last year, he tore them up, uh, obviously not in the first matchup because he was suspended, but in that Sunday night game last year, he played really well against them. So I would expect much of the same uh, this week for Aaron Jones. And another guy I like is uh, Marlon Mack, 5,900. Clearly, he's going to be needed this year uh, with Jacoby Brissett at quarterback. And he had a good game last week. Uh, I know he ripped off a huge run. I think it was like 67 yards or something. Uh, but at 5,900, he brings great value to the running back position. Against the Titans defense, we probably overachieved against the Browns. But definitely is not the, not the greatest. You know, they're not going to be this shutdown defense. So I would pick Marlon Brown, too, at 5,900. Or Marlon Mack, I'm sorry, at 5,900. Yeah, I love the Marlon Mack pick. Um, going up against Tennessee, who... Yeah, I think you're right. Probably overachieved last week. Um, I mean, they're not going to, you know, have three interceptions and shut down every every offense all year. Um, but they have a decent defense. It's not bad. Frable's a good defensive coach. But um, I really like Marlon Mack. I think he was a sleeper going into the year. We talked about him uh, in the previews. Had a good year last year, and I think he's going to build on it a lot. Um, I mean, that breakaway one run was really impressive. End of the day with 174 yards and a touchdown, 28 and a half fantasy points. Um, and, you know, we know that Brissett's going to need all the help he needs, even though he looked pretty good, too. Uh, they're certainly going to lean on Mac. They got a great offensive line. Um, I really like the Mac pick a lot. I, I don't like uh, the Aaron Jones pick as much, um, just because I do think Minnesota's defense is pretty good. Uh, and Green Bay definitely did struggle to run the ball last week. Granted, you're right, that's against Chicago's, you know, vaunted defense. Um, but I don't know. I, I think I might 
want to wait another week. I do think Aaron Jones is good. I think he's going to have a pretty good year, but I'm not so sure this is the week where he breaks out. Um, my guys that I had, uh, I got my old boy, LaShawn McCoy, Shady, priced at 4700 uh, Love him at the value. Clearly, he's going to get involved in the offense, too. He had 10 carries, 81 yards last week. Um, I would expect his production to probably go up even a little bit more. You know, now that Tyree kills out, they might try to run the ball more. Um, and it seems like I think he might end up getting more carries than Damian Williams. I mean, Damian Williams is certainly going to be involved. Uh, he's going to catch tons of passes out of the backfield. We know that Andy Reid loves to use the screen game. Um, but McCoy really seemed like he had a nice burst to him. Had a couple nice runs through the secondary. Um, and, and at 4,700, I mean, that's a huge bargain. I mean, I guess the only worry there is playing time and touches. Um, but Kansas City is going to put up points on everybody. Um, so I wouldn't be too concerned about that. I mean, even if he's only getting 12 to 15 carries, I think he's going to put up yards and possibly even a touchdown or two. Uh, so I really like him this week. Um, and then sticking with the theme, you know, picking on the Dolphins with the Pats, uh, I got Sony Michelle. Um, you know, it's always tough with the Patriot running backs. Like we said, you know, they, you never know who's really going to get the, get the bulk of the work, get the bulk of the carries. But my thinking here is that they're going to be up by so much in this game. Um, you know, they're going to put up tons of points with Brady early, throwing to those guys, and then they're going to salt out the run later. Uh, Michelle is definitely their bell cow, kind of bleed the clock type of running back. Um, we saw that last week with Baltimore, what they did with Ingram and Gus Edwards. So I think Michelle is definitely primed for a big week. Uh, should get, you know, upwards of 15 to 20 carries um, with good yardage too. So I definitely think he's a good pick this week. Yeah, so I was, I was looking at Michelle, and I really couldn't get myself – completely behind it i do see your logic though boris like whereas they they might be running the ball um quite a bit and um he could end up being just a guy that runs out the clock this week but it just the rex burkhead thing still scares me so i just i I was just i kind of see him actually as a better play at i think he's at 3700 or whatever if he gets you 10 points just because he's getting touches at the end of the game i mean that's way better of a value than Sony Michelle getting you 10 to 12 points. So I just, I backed off the Michelle pick. I don't hate it. I just can't get myself behind it. I really do like your shady McCoy pick though. I think, I think he's going to have, it was like basically a 50, 50 touch share this past weekend. I think Damien Williams had yeah, 11 it was, it was about that. and shady had 10. So I think it's going to be maybe like 14 for shady and eight for, for Damien Williams. So I do like Shady at 4700 I think his value will go up. Um, I mean, his price will go up after this week, so might as well put him in your lineup now before it does. Um, so I like the Shady pick. Dom, I don't love Marlon Mack. I do like it. Uh, I actually like a guy that is playing against a team that he just torched, Carrion Johnson, 5700 against the Chargers, who just allowed 174 yards to Marlon Mack and the Colts. So... I'm looking at Carryon Johnson to have a bounce back week. Price at 5,700. He's going to be in the same role as Marlon Mack, where he's going to get a lot of the touches, you know, carrying the ball, getting passes out of the backfield. So my guy is Carryon Johnson this week, as uh, along with Matt Breida, who will now be the bell cow back for the 49ers against a Cincinnati, Cincinnati Bengals defense that just got torched up by uh, Chris Carson. So those are my two guys this week. I don't know what you guys think about them. Uh, Matt Burita, I do like that pick. He's definitely a clearly uh, established running back, and he's going to run the ball well. Carry uh, on Johnson, I don't really like it just because he's a lion, and the field <laughs> that offense is just lackluster. Uh, but we'll see. You know, I, I'm pretty much wrong on everything I say usually, so uh, so he probably will go off for you know. 25 touches and 150 yards, two touchdowns. So don't sell, don't sell yourself too short. Now. It's only it's only week two, bro. Come on, uh, yeah. You've got least, a lot of time to turn it around. At least I haven't had any hot Amari Cooper takes yet. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, those those awesome. aren't going to age well right now after his performance <laughs> on Sunday. Um, yeah. I do like Breida, you know. Um, I mean, he's going to get a lot of work now with Tevin Coleman out. Um, it's kind of a bummer that Coleman got hurt. Um, so him and uh, and Raheem Mostert too, actually. I don't know what he's priced at, but he kind of got a decent amount of work last week. Kind of an unknown guy. Um, had like nine carries for upwards of fifty yards, though. So you got to think his workload will increase too. But uh, I've always liked Brita. I think he runs hard. Um, he just his problem is always staying healthy, but he's good when he's on the field. So as long as you know they don't overwork him too much and they mix in Mostert there, uh, I think Brita could be productive. 
Um, and then I'm kind of with Dom. I, I do like Carryon Johnson too. I think he's a talented guy. It's just I do have a hard time picking anyone on the Lions. Um, you know, the Chargers defense, I'm not quite sure what to make of it yet. It wasn't very good last week, obviously, going up against Marlon Mack. So that could be a bonus for Carryon for Johnson. Um, and we know that, you know, Patricia, they, they want to run the ball. They want to be physical. So that one's kind of up in the air. I mean, I don't, I don't love it, but I don't hate it either. Yeah. I, see, like, the, wait, the more you guys are talking about it, the less I love it. But <laughs> I, I do think he's super talented. And I think they, they saw that they got away from Carrion Johnson against the Cardinals and you saw what happened. You know, like they just didn't play well in the second half. They, I don't know what Patricia was doing. Um, yeah, but I, feel like he, I feel like something needs to like hit him in the freaking face and say, you have one of the most <laughs> talented running backs in the world. Like use him, get him 20 touches a game, no matter in, in what form, you know, whether it's out of the backfield, yeah, well, sweeps, whatever, Jets, whatever it is, get him the football. He's the best player on your team. Well, you know, who's making those calls in uh, Detroit. I mean, Patricia, I do think is not the brightest in the world. Um, but, uh, that's a Daryl Bevel special, the old Seahawks coordinator. And we know that, uh, he has a particular infatuation for not wanting to, to use his best running back in key situations. Um, so I would definitely put the blame on him there. And I mean, that's another worry because you don't know if it's going to continue or not. Cause he's definitely shown an arrogance to uh, not want to run the ball in, in recent years. Yeah, for, for sure. And, and I mean, while we're on running backs before we move on to receivers, I mean, like I'm doing whatever I can this week to get either Kamara or Barkley in my lineup somehow like that's <laughs> yeah those are guys oh, I need in my lineup this week maybe along with Zeke too um but like Kamara like you saw him running the football last night and it just looked like no one would ever is ever going to tackle him like it's unbelievable yeah. how just good he looks running the football it's amazing what a game last night too what I, oh. that was that was unbelievable it was complete anarchy the last minute of the game i loved it it was um, a lot of fun it was a lot of fun definitely the best game of the week um between two teams that look like they're gonna be really good but uh yeah i'm totally with you on kamari you gotta find a way to get him in um his workload's gonna even increase this year like we talked about with ingram going out latavius murray's gonna get some work too he had a touchdown run last night and looked pretty good but uh kamara is certainly um you know the super, he, he proved the superstar that he is so yeah, I would agree. I got to do anything you can to get him in. Yeah, exactly. So, um, unless you guys have, have any more running backs, uh, we'll move on to these wide receivers we got going. Yeah, I think I'm good. Yep, I'm all set. All right, so we'll switch back over to Morris. So, you got catching the football this week in your lineup. Got a couple guys this week. Um, first guy, priced at 5,600, had a huge week last week uh, against the Giants. Michael Gallup. Um, all they talked about it seemed like in the offseason was that he I mean he looked phenomenal in camp. Cooper was injured. Really seemed like Gallup was the best receiver on the roster uh, in training camp. Um, and he went out and proved it on Sunday. I mean, I think this guy's speed is is next level. Uh, and it really seems like they hit a gem here on, in the draft last year. Seven catches, a buck fifty-eight, going up against Washington, who we know let up a ton of big plays to the Eagles in the second half last week. Uh Deshaun was running free in that secondary. Um, other guys, I mean, Alshon had a nice game too, Ertz. So, I mean, I would expect, you know, Dallas to keep it up too. Um, you know, Kellen Moore in that revamped offensive scheme really looked impressive on Sunday. I mean, as an Eagles fan, that scared the hell out of me. Um, knowing what that could look like this year with Dak in a, in a modern offense with surrounded by all kinds of weapons and a great running game. Um, and if he can, I mean, Gallup was good last year. The problem was Dak just couldn't hit him. I mean, it seemed like he broke open two, three times a game, 50 yards down the field for bombs. And, Dak was just overthrowing him. He threw it behind him. He threw it short. I mean, he couldn't – it seemed like they really couldn't connect. Um, and that connection was definitely on full display on Sunday. Uh, Gallup looked great, and I think he's going to have another big one against a porous Redskins secondary this week. Um, my next guy, priced even lower at 5,200, uh, John Brown, another guy that had a huge game and also going up against a shitty NFC secondary again this week, uh, the Giants. Um, like I said, only priced at 5,200. Um, seemed to be a real – kind of steal the offseason for them. I've always liked John Brown. I think he can run. Uh, he has an element for, to an offense that certainly was lacking speed a, a year ago. Um, and it seemed like he's already he's already Josh Allen's favorite target. Um, veteran guy. He's reliable. Um, and like I said, going up against the uh, crap Giants secondary, um, I would expect more of that too. Um, and I like your Josh Allen picks. So that means I got to like John Brown too, right? Um, 
So I think he's, yeah, I, I think John Brown's going to have a good year for them. Um, and, you know, you got to eat up on these bad teams if you're, if you're these guys. So I like him. Um, and one other guy, a little bit pricier, um, 6,400, but a guy that we loved last year. Um, we talked about him briefly last week too, I think. Um, Robert Woods had a decent week one. Wasn't, you know, anything extraordinary. He catches 70 yards, didn't find the end zone. Um, but we know he's going to get a ton of targets um, and playing against the Saints, who aren't, you know, it's not a bad defense, but they certainly looked a little leaky at times last night. Um, you know, Hopkins and Fuller and Kenny Stills late in the game went off against those guys. Um, and there's going to be a lot of points in this game. Rematch of the NFC Championship game last year. Uh, when they played in the regular season last year, it was like 45, 35 or whatever the hell it was. Um, and I think Woods is the best receiver on this team. Um, playing at home, I think he's going to have a huge game. He's a little pricier, but again, not too much because, you know, the Rams have all three of those guys and they like to spread the, spread the ball around too. Um, and all three of them or any of them can go off on any given Sunday. Um, but I think this week in, in particular uh, is going to be Woods' time to shine. Yeah, I completely agree with that Woods pick. Uh, that was my guy. I have one of those guys circled. He had, other than not scoring a touchdown last week, he had a great game. You know, yeah. Something yards, bunch of targets, bunch of catches. Uh, so if he can get in the end zone, he just doubles his value almost because he's just going to get tons of looks. That Rams offense didn't look completely solid like we saw it last year. Uh, Goff overthrew him a lot, but he was definitely targeted a lot. So that's exciting to hear if you're a fantasy player. Uh, another guy I have is Josh Gordon uh, going up against the – he's at 5,800. Uh, he's going up against this Dolphins defense, which is – it just gave a big play after big play after big play last week. Uh, and I would expect more of the same with Tom Brady throwing the ball uh, to Josh Gordon this year, uh, you know, this whole year, but definitely this game. Uh, and he's he's looking to make a resurgence, and I'm rooting for the guy. Uh, obviously, a lot's up and down in his career, but he's right now, as of you know, against the Steelers defense, he put up points, uh, put up yards. So I'm expecting him to do the same with the Dolphins or against the Dolphins this week. Uh, and then another guy I have, if he can play, is Sterling Shepard at 5100. He's in concussion protocol right now, uh, so, but if he plays, he's going to get a lot of looks. He was getting a lot of looks against the Cowboys. Uh, not so many yards, but you know, I think he had like 50 yards or something. But I expect him to get a lot more work this week against Buffalo if he plays. For me, um, I'm going to stay away from Sterling Shepard this week. Uh, I think he's someone I'll key on throughout the season because I do think he's super talented and will get majority of the targets. But this week, I'll stay away from him. I think he might have a tough matchup um, this week against the Bills. Um, you saw with Robbie Anderson, who couldn't really get free this week against their lockdown corners. I don't think Sterling Shepard will be able to do that either. Um, being the concussion protocol doesn't help that uh, as well. Um, but I do like Josh Gordon. He's definitely someone that's been on my radar this week, looking at him, maybe finding a way to plug him in. Um, you don't know what they're going to do in New England with, with AB, if he's going to play full-time or whatever it is. But I think Josh Gordon's value stays like the same just because of his deep threat ability. I don't think AB is going to take anything away from that. So I do like Josh Gordon this week and throughout the season. Um, Morris, I also have Michael Gallup listed here, 5,600. Uh, I think it's a bargain for him this week. I really do. So uh, I like him. I think Dak, Dak is dialed up this season. I, I think he's going to find him a lot more than he did last year and connect a lot more. Kellen Moore's offense seems to be – revamped and colorful uh as it yeah colorful than it's been in past seasons so uh, i was scary I, to watch on sunday yeah so um i, I want to see michael gallup uh thrive this week especially if we put him in our lineups um and then yeah i mean i think john brown and josh allen could be a sneaky pair for DraftKings this week and it'll only cost you mm-hmm. i don't know ten thousand five hundred. so you got yeah you know, thirty whatever, thirty nine thousand five hundred to spend. Uh, you're you're looking like a, at a pretty good lineup if they both go off. So that's that's a sneaky pair right there. Um, and then Robert Woods, we could say his name every week. Uh, Sixty four hundred. Yeah. Jared Goff is infinitely better at home. It's just definitely it's stunning. I I on off the top of my head, I want to say he averages like twelve fancy points on the road and like twenty or and like nineteen at home. It's something ridiculous like that where he just he just can't go on the road and play, but at home, even though it's 
barely a home stadium for them. I don't get what the <laughs> difference is. Maybe it's the air. I don't know. But Jared Goff plays really well, and I think Robert Woods can have a huge week this week, as well as Cooper Cup and Brandon Cooks. I don't think you'd go wrong with all three of them this week. No, agreed. Um, and another guy I have, they're kind of two flyers. I have Tyrell Williams, who's only at 4,400 for some reason, even though he's the number one Ooh. receiver in Oakland. I like that. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I don't love Tyrell Williams, but I love that he's priced at 4400 and he's the wide receiver one for Oakland who just won a football He looked good game. last night too, yeah. He, he did look very good game. last night. Yeah, Very and, good last night. And they're going against Kansas City, so I, I kind of like that. And then the, my flyer for the week would be Debo Samuel for the 49ers, 3700 oh He <laughs> That is a flyer. <laughs> he uh, had the th- – fourth most percentage of snaps for the San Francisco 49ers offense this past week. So look out Debo Samuel. I, th- I think he's coming with a vengeance this week. <laughs> um, I definitely like the, uh, I definitely like the first pick. I like Tyro Williams. Um, and I forgot yet yeah, they're going up against KC who, you know, they claim they fixed their defense in their secondary in the all season. Didn't really look like it on Sunday. Uh, Falls bomb went on him early on, you know, and then even after he got hurt, Gardner Minshew put up great numbers um, some of that was in garbage time, obviously. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if KC's really fixed that defense yet. Um, and Tyrod Williams, he looked really good last night. You know, no AB there now. He's their number one receiver. He can get downfield. He can get vertical. Um, I do like that pick. That's definitely a bargain at uh, at 4,400, right? That's what he's priced at? Yes, 4,400. Yeah, that's good. Um, and then Debo Samuel, yeah, I don't know. Um, that's definitely more of a flyer. Um, I mean, I don't hate him as a player. It's just, you know, you got to, I think I might have to see more out of him, but, uh, you know, I like, if you're trying to get, you know, guys like Kamara and Saquon in your lineup, that could be a guy. Um, and like you said, Josh Allen and John Brown is a sneaky combo. Um, you know, go cheap at those positions. That's definitely a way to load up and get the star running backs in your lineup. Yeah. I, I love that Tyrell Williams pick. Um, uh, and another plus for him is Derek Carr looked good throwing the ball yesterday. He has been seen the last – I mean, other than the year he was, probably was going to be MVP, uh, he's been kind of suspect throwing the ball. So it was really refreshing to see him have a good game yesterday. So that helps Tyrell Williams in, you know, if you're going to pick him this week. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, Dio Samuel, it's not, it's not a guy that I'm like, yes, he's a lock in my lineup. But it's more just like he's 3,700. Uh, he played, I think it was like 92% of the snaps for the San Francisco 49ers. They're going up against the Bengals, who aren't good. Um, so, we'll see. I don't know. And, you know, no Tevin Coleman. That's that's a loss of a pass catcher. Dante Pettis, who knows what the hell is happening with him. He only played two snaps this past week. So, it's Goodwin, Kittle, Debo Samuel. Like, those are the pass catchers that they have. So, I don't know. 3,700 might be worth a shot to get Kamara and somebody else up there in your lineup. Um but anyway, we'll move on to tight ends. Um, we always know about the big three, but I feel like you can you can uh, vouch your way off the big three and and pay down to pay up somewhere else. So, Dom, do you have anyone that's kind of sneaky this week, or are you going for the big three? Oh, I have somebody who's sneaky. My boy Jimmy Graham, thirty-seven hundred. Uh as you saw, the I mean, that offense was lackluster. It was a very bad offensive game for the Packers, but they're getting him involved. And what you saw on his touchdown was something they really wanted to do last year uh, coming out of training camp, but never were able to. So I expected a lot this year. So I have a feeling he'll go for a touchdown. He may not go for a lot of catches, a lot of yards, but I think he'll definitely go for a touchdown. And as you saw, and we talked about it like every week last year with tight ends, is that all they need is a touchdown and a catch. And their production is already there you now based off of a guy who's a little less on the scale with a salary and go spend other positions. You know, you got a guy here who's going to make catches. He's older. Yeah. But you know what? I expect a touchdown and I have a good feeling about him this week against the Vikings. Love the Jimmy Graham pick. Are we, uh, are we getting a Jimmy Graham resurgence here? Maybe. I um, hope so. I, I really, so. I, I thought he looked good on uh, on Thursday night. Even though, I mean, his numbers weren't fantastic or anything. Only three catches, 30 yards, and a touchdown. But uh, he just kind of looked like – it looked like the old Jimmy Graham a little bit when he went up and caught that ball. Um, even his other catches and the couple other targets he had, he looked like he uh, he fought for the ball really well. Um, he's definitely not, you know, quite the same athlete that he used to be. Um, but I kind of like him. I mean, I like him at that price. 
And, uh, you know, we'll see if, we'll see if he has a resurgent year, but, uh, definitely looked better the other night than I thought at any point he looked last year. Um, that's for sure. Uh, and my guy who I mentioned briefly earlier, uh, Mark Andrews price barely ahead of him at 3,800. Um, I think you're getting a steal with this guy at that price. Um, you look at some of the other guys that are priced around the same thing as him. Um, Vance McDonald, Eric Ebron, neither one, you know, really did anything last week. Not bad players, but um, I really think Andrews is going to thrive in this offense. Um, we know that, you know, Lamar Jackson loves to throw the ball to the tight ends. Um, Andrews did some good damage last year at the end of the year when he got in. Um, the only concern there is that they have so many tight ends, Hayden Hurst, Nick Boyle too. Um, so you don't really know which guy it's going to be every week, but uh, they're definitely going to get these tight ends involved week in and week out. Um, and going off last week, I mean, I think you'd have to say that Andrews is probably, you know, the leader in, in pass catching in, the, in that category out of those three guys. Uh, eight catches, a buck 08, a touchdown, 27.8 fantasy points. He was priced only three grand last week. So that's definitely a steal. Um, and like you said, Tina, I mean, you could always go with the big three, but uh, I think there's good enough value down on the, on the tight end depth chart this week to, uh, to go lower, uh, cheaper there, uh, and then load up on, on some stars at other positions. Yeah, this this week, uh, for sure, uh, I'm definitely like staying under four grand for the tight ends. I mean, you guys just mentioned two guys, one at 3,700, one at 3,800 that are both viable options. And then I'm going to name two guys that I also think are very good plays this week. One old as hell, the other a rookie. Delaney Walker, 3,500, um, going, go, going up against Indianapolis, who was suspect against tight ends last season. Delaney Walker... Had, uh, I think, roughly 55 yards, five catches, and a touchdown this past week. I mean, the old man still has it. So, And I, I think he's the only really good pass-catching option in Tennessee. I mean, Corey Davis put up a dud. Um, Anthony Brown is, is boomer bust. And Delaney Walker is, finds his way open over the middle freaking 95% of the time. So I love me some Delaney Walker, 3,500 there. And then Darren Waller. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, Raiders, baby. I knew I, I knew you, Darren Waller. I Hard knock standout. I knew you were picking him. Oh yeah, how'd you know that? Because <laughs> he's on your fantasy team, right? And I he went off yesterday. He I did go off. Yeah, he's so the well. It's not. I didn't pick him just because he's going off. It's more so that he's number two pass catching option for Derek Carr. He's really athletic. He's he was a wide receiver who's they're now making him a tight end. So basically he's just a pass catching tight end. He played a hundred percent of the snaps on the offense. Wow. A hundred percent. Every single snap for offense. He was out there for the Oakland Raiders. This guy is going to get fed the rock. And until they raise his price, I'm going to play him week in and week out. And I'm going to win money doing it. I mean, 3,300. Yeah. that's a steal. That's definitely a steal. And like you said, I mean, let's pick on that KC defense until they prove us otherwise that they've improved. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And he's their number two target. I mean, him and Tyra Williams both had big nights last night against what's supposed to be a good defense in Denver. Um, and Carl looked good throwing the ball. So yeah, I, uh, I wouldn't worry too much about that. I like the Waller pick. Um, and Zelaney Walker too. I mean, he had two touchdowns last week. So uh, I mean, you know, he's not going to have two touchdowns every week, but like you, like you were saying, uh, Andy was suspect to cover in tight ends last year. Um they don't have a whole lot of options to throw the ball to down in Tennessee. Um, that's a team that I, I can't stand watching too, by the way. I know that they won one and one big on Sunday. I just think they play the ugliest kind of not sloppy, just boring brand of football in the league. Um, and I think Mariota still stinks, but um, I mean, Walker might be their number one option. Corey Davis had a dud. Yeah. And they don't really have any other, you know, proven receivers the, the rookie had a big day, AJ Brown. Um, but outside of him, you know, there's nobody else that's really stepped up to the plate yet. Um, and Delaney Walker, I mean, he's coming off an injury too last year. Definitely has something to prove at age 35. Still wants, still thinks he can do it. Um, and definitely was off to a good start last week. So I, I like both those picks too. Yeah, I mean, like I, like I said previously, I, I think tight ends, you have a lot of options this week to save money and, and play one of these guys. And hopefully they score a touchdown or get four, five, six receptions and, uh, you're having yourself a good day, saving some money uh, elsewhere. So um, move on to defense. And I think this might be short this week. Um, it's not that there's not a lot that I loved. I mean, obviously you love the Patriots probably this week and maybe the Ravens, but if you don't want to pay for them, uh, I, I like Denver this week at 2,700. And I, I like anyone going up against Mr. Bisky right now. 
Yeah, I love that. That was actually my pick, too. Um, I mean, after Chicago's pitiful Thursday night performance offensively, uh, how could you not go against them? And I still think Denver's defense is good. They didn't look great last night. Um, that was, you know, tough, you know, emotional Oakland environment there. Carr was really slinging the rock. Um, I don't think you can say the same about Trubisky right now going into week two. Um, and, you know, the Bears have something to prove. They might bounce back, but I do think Denver's defense is still good. Home opener, mile high. Crowd will be crazy. Um, that's kind of a snag there at 2,700 going up against Mitch. Yeah, I definitely like that pick. Uh, I think the th- what you saw was the Packers made him play quarterback and made him make decisions that you know, were uncomfortable because he was getting, you know, finally – they might have a defense in Green Bay, uh, but they knock on wood. Yeah, if you're with me. <laughs> oh uh, God. <laughs> uh, um, but they got after him a lot. They blitzed blitzed him a lot. Had different packages thrown at him, and he struggled with it. Um, so I do like that pick with the Broncos. I think they'll be able to get after him. You know, and definitely a 2700 at the steal. Just another one I kind of looked at was that Green Bay Packers off or defense at 3100. You know. This is more of a flyer pick. Obviously, outperformed what they were last week. Vikings a better team, better offense most likely. But I'm going to maybe gamble this week and take that Packers defense. They look new and improved, fast, you know, physical. You know, Didn't get many picks or anything, but got after the quarterback, tons of sacks. So at 3,100, if you're looking to spend up, you can do that. Or even the Bills at 3,400 going up against the Giants. I mean, that Giants offense is just awful. So those are my two picks, but I do like that Broncos pick. Yeah, I think all three picks that we just mentioned are are not bad. Um, you know, if – I mean, last week we picked the Ravens and they kind of went off and, you know, they had a good game. Um, I don't think you need to spend up like we did last uh, every week. Um, I think this is one of the weeks where you can say, all right, let me save $1,000 and just pick a defense and – you know, Denver is usually not priced at 2700 so I think them being priced that low this week, you know, when they're at home against a quarterback that struggled mightily last week against the, the Packers, uh, I'll, I'll take my shot on them. And whatever happens, happens. I spent 2700 So, anyway, um, that wraps up our DraftKings plays. Uh, the write-up on that will be out to you by Saturday morning. Uh, we will give you about four or five names that you can choose from, and then – you listen to this podcast and uh, you'll, you'll have yourself a full lineup. Um, we'll move on to the favorite part of the podcast. Well, Dom's favorite part anyway. Oh, Picking against the spread. Um, uh-huh. Tied for first is, is me and Morse uh, with uh, right. 10 wins, 10 win, six losses. Uh, Dom, uh, not doing too hot. Um, Off to a hot start, definitely. Five, five wins for Dom. So he's... Uh, He's a, he's a few games back um, <laughs> right now. He's, he's in the wild card when me and Morris are winning divisions here. So <laughs> um, we'll, we'll get started on that. We'll go around uh, just pretty much rapid fire on these picks. And uh, which game should we start with? Should we start with the Monday night games or you want to start Thursday and just go all the way through? Let's go Thursday all the way through. Yeah, let's go Thursday first. All right, you got it. So this week, ooh, we got a little barn burner possibility this week. We got Panthers, Bucks. Panthers at home, seven-point favorites more. Who you got? I got the Panthers uh, bouncing back. They played the Rams, you know, pretty tough last week. You could see who the better team was, clearly the Rams. Um, but there were some encouraging signs from the Panthers. Um, and, you know, the Bucks are just, you know, Jameis Winston is is still Jameis Winston. I don't know why we think that's ever going to change. Um, loves throwing the ball to the other team. I would look for that to continue. Carolina is at home, too. Um these Thursday night games, like we said, they're always weird, but uh, I think Carolina is substantially better. I think they win and they cover. Yeah, I agree. Panthers cover. Uh, Bucks aren't very good. I think that was proven this week against the 49ers. We were all hoping uh, that something would be different, but especially coming off a short week, I don't think they'll be any good. Uh, so Panthers cover that minus seven. I got faith in James this week. No, nah, I don't have faith in him. I have faith in <laughs> I have faith in Cam Newton not being good. So I'll go Bucks plus seven here. Um, I think it'll be a sloppy football game. <laughs> Thursday night, Bucks uh, just has sloppy written all over it. Um, all right, moving on over to Sunday. We got the 49ers at the Bengals. The Bengals are one and a half point favorites here. Wow. Yeah. 
Wait, what was the spread for that again? My bad. One and a half for One the Bengals. Um, you know what? I actually like the Bengals. They looked semi-decent last week, surprisingly. Um, I, I wasn't all that impressed with San Fran um, going up against you know a crap team in Tampa. Um, but, yeah, give me, give me the Bengals, man. I, th- I thought that was encouraging last week. Maybe they might not be as bad as we think. Uh, the Joe Mixon injury seems like it's okay. seems like he's going to play this week, too. Uh, could have a breakout John Ross here. Uh, give me the Bengals. You know, I'll take the 49ers. Uh, defense seems like it's a little bit better than it has been in the past. Uh, so I like them against the Bengals this week. Yeah, for me, I think the 49ers defense was more so Jameis Winston's incompetence. So I'll go Bengals. I picked them to cover against the Seahawks, and uh, I – I'm a little high on them until they fall. So I'll, I'll go Bengals. Uh, I think this will be a tight game. I think the one and a half point spread is pretty accurate. Um, moving on to Chargers, Lions. Lions are home. Chargers are two and a half point favorites. Um, I don't, I mean, ugh, I don't know. I'm not sure if I love the Chargers either. Uh, I mean, I didn't think they were all that impressive on Sunday going up against the Colts, um, but the Lions are equally, you know, not great. This is a tough game for me because I do think the Chargers are going to uh, – they're definitely going to feel those injuries that they have right now with Derwin James, Russell Okun, Melvin Gordon's not being there. I know that Eckler and Jackson were fine last week. Um, I'm actually going to go with the upset here. I think the Lions win. I'm on- I think they cover at home. Yeah. Um, I think they take it this week. Yeah, I like the Chargers. Uh, the – the Lions just aren't very good, so give me the Chargers. I will also take the Chargers. Um, I think the Lions are significantly worse football team than the Colts. I, I still like the Colts. I, I, I do. So I think the Colts are a better football team than people think, even with Jacoby Brissett at the helm. So I think they played an accurate game to what they would have, even with Andrew Luck. So give me the Chargers this week against the Lions. I don't think the Lions are very good. Um all right, here comes your game, Dom. Vikings, Packers. Packers are three-point favorites. Oh, Packers easily. I think they, I think they roll against the Vikings. Honestly, a home wow. a home opener. Uh, you get the home opener. Offense will be back. I think the defense looks spectacular so far. Uh, you know the Vikings offense did look good, and it's going to come down to stopping Dalvin Cook. I have a feeling, but those games are always kind of back and forth. You know until the very end. But I think the Packers are, you know, eat this one out at the end. You know, I would probably say if I had to put a score on it, just because it's the Packers game, I'll put a score on it. I would say a 24-14. Um, I like the Packers too. Um, probably not as much as you do, shockingly. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I think the defense is, is legit. Um, yeah, they were going up against Mitch and that lackluster offense last week. Um, but I think those those free agent signings that they finally made are definitely going to pay off all year. Um, and I like the way the Vikings look too. I think this is going to be a really good game. Has the best chance to be, or has a good chance to be one of the best games of the week. Um, seems like these two teams always play great games down to the wire. Um, I think the Packers win, and I think they probably win by about three, and maybe barely cover. I think you're gonna, you're looking at something like 23-20, 24-21, something along those lines. Um, but I'll take the Packers on a close one. I'll take the Vikings to cover Packers to win the game. Yeah, I can see that too. It's going to come down to like them being down by one or two, kicking the field goal, winning by one or two. Like this is that's I think that's the type of football game it's going to be. So have your faith in Mason Crosby this week, Dom. Uh, (laughs) I know you. I know you always love my Packers. uh, fourth quarter breakdowns uh, yeah i mean this is this isn't a thursday night game so against the seahawks at least but uh it's gonna be uh if mason crosby comes it comes down to mason crosby i have faith in him at home but not so much on the road so i would believe in him and it's still warm out so got a shot yeah, uh, so. all right moving on to um next game colts at the titans the titans are three point favorites huh. um I think the Colts take this. I think the Titans, yeah, like we said, um, they, they're not quite as good as they looked last week. Um, and I do think the Colts are pretty good. Um, they certainly – I think they deserve to win that game on Sunday. I thought they were the better team. If, you know, fucking 90-year-old Vinatieri makes a kick, they do win the game. Um, so, yeah, it's it's on the road. It's going into Tennessee, division game. It'll be tough. 
Um, could be an ugly one. This is probably got low scoring, you know, 17, 14, 19, 17, something like that written all over it. Um, but I, uh, I, I like the Colts to cover and, and win the game. Uh, I like the Titans this week. The, that offense, you know, they didn't move the ball well against the Browns defense. who wasn't very good. Uh, and the Colts are back, I think. I think they're going to be just fine without Andrew Luck. But I think the Titans' home opener, and I think it goes their way. Yeah, this is one of the tougher ones for me. Ooh, I actually – I'm going to go with the Colts just because I talked them up a bunch just now. <laughs> um, and I still have faith in Jacoby Brissett and T.Y. Hilton. And, uh, yeah, I'll go Colts. I think they cover. I, I don't know if they'll win. Um, but I think this will be a close football game and a solid football game if you like defense. Um, anyway, moving on to Patriots-Dolphins. Uh, the Dolphins are home. The Patriots are 18 and a half. Points. Oh, my God. Jesus. That's astronomical. I mean, I get it. Um, I don't know. These spreads are – I remember a game – I don't know. It was probably like five, six years ago. Uh, one of the years Peyton was just – you know, slinging it all over the place in Denver. And I think they were like similar, like 18, 19 point favorites against Jacksonville, who was pitiful that year. Um, and I actually think the Jags covered the, that spread. Broncos only won by like two touchdowns. Um, I got to go with the Pats though. I mean, I can't pick, I can't pick the Dolphins. I mean, I know even as high as that number is, um, you know, the Pats beat Pittsburgh by 30. So who the, who the hell's to say they can't beat the Dolphins by 50. Um and you know what? As we talked about in this pod too, I mean, we're picking Patriots left and right all over the place. So uh, I think the Pats win by you know upwards of, of four touchdowns or so. I think it's going to be the Dolphins. The spread's just too big for me. Patriots obviously win the game, but I think the Dolphins cover that. And they always play the Patriots tough. The they offense, do. yeah, that's true. And that offense, I mean, the defense is awful, but the offense can definitely still kind of get things figured out i think you know ryan fitzpatrick or even josh rosen i think are both capable of putting up some points against the patriots uh so i think the dolphins cover that patriots win the game this spread is just simply disrespectful in the national football league <laughs> this is a I saturday mean, spread not a sunday spread exactly what is this bama austin pa <laughs> basically <laughs> uh, um it's just too disrespectful for me. I'm going to go Dolphins. I'll probably regret it, but I, I can't choose against the spread that big. Um, <laughs> like, it's just so disrespectful. Wow. So I'm the only one going with the Pats with this crazy yeah, spread? I, I think so. Look, Jeez. it's not, it's not that I, I get it. It's not that I don't think the Patriots could do it. I just think it's just so disrespectful that I can't bring myself to, p- to pick it that. Is. So Dolphins yeah. plus 18 and a half, which is just absurd. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, move on to the next one. Um, Bills at the Giants. The Bills are two-point favorites. Huh. Um, surprised the Bills are actually favorites in this game. I guess Vegas does like them. They like what they did on Sunday. Um, I'm going to go with the Giants, even though I do think the Bills are better. Um, two games on the road to start the season. Usually a team drops one of those. Uh, Giants coming back for their home opener, too. Um, I actually thought Eli looked half decent on Sunday. I gotta be honest. Um, there was, you know, there were some ugly moments as there are always. Um, but who the hell has Eli Manning rolling out on fourth and one near the goal line? Um, I thought that was dumb as, you know, dumb as hell in itself that Shermer did. Um, and he got Eli blasted. But other than that, I thought Eli actually looked decent. Um, and Buffalo's defense is pretty good. Um, but I do think at home, you know, with Saquon too, they're going to ride him. Hopefully they should ride him certainly more than they did last Sunday. Um, this will probably be an ugly, low-scoring game too. Um, but give me the—I uh, like the Giants in something like twenty to seventeen, seventeen, fourteen. I actually agree with you, Morris. Uh, I like the Giants uh, to cover this game. I don't know if they'll win it, honestly. I think the the Bills might win this game by like one, but I think the Giants will definitely cover. They got to hand the ball off to Saquon, though. He's the best running back in the game. Yeah, got to hand it off to him. Uh, but they didn't look too bad on offense. I do agree with you with Eli kind of did look capable of running an offense and doing well. I mean, other than a few plays where clearly just not able to move, but yeah, I think, and Evan Ingram's going to be a big part of that offense this year. So I do like the giants to cover this. I'm going to go with the bills. Uh, I think they win this game. I think Josh Allen has a big day. Um, all right. So for these next, the second half of these games, uh, we'll just do rapid fire. We're, uh, running low on the time. Um, Seahawks at Steelers. Steelers are minus four. 
Uh, Steelers. They did bounce back this week. Yep, I agree, Steelers. I go Steelers as well. Cowboys at Redskins. Dallas is a uh, five-point favorite. Uh, Dallas, unfortunately, Washington's awful, and Dallas's offense is, is cooking, and they're scaring me right now. So, Dallas. Yeah, definitely the Cowboys. I'm going to pick my new hometown skins. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. The Cardinals, Ravens, I think uh, Ravens are minus 13 and a half. Oh, my Boy, God. Jesus, that's crazy, too. Um, whew, uh, you know, I'm actually going to take it again. <laughs> I know Kyler looked good in the second half, but uh, going on the road against that secondary is a whole different animal. Um, and I think Lamar continues to be hot. Give me the uh, give me the Ravens to cover. Yeah, I got the Cardinals. Uh, I also got the Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> Cardinals and Dolphins, baby. <laughs> Jaguars, Jaguars at Texans. Um, the Texans are an eight and a half point favorite. Um, that's a high spread too. Um, Gardner Minshew, baby. Yeah, you know I'm gonna go with the Jags. I think the Texans win. I think they're definitely better. But division game, um, you know these AFC South games are always weird, and they come down to the end, even if one team's way better than the other. Texans win, but they don't cover. Yeah, I agree. Gardner Minshew is about to take over Jacksonville. I love <laughs> it. Uh, but Jacksonville covers Texans win. Yeah, I'm gonna say Jags cover the eight and a half. Um, Chiefs at the Raiders. The Chiefs are. Seven and a half point favorites. Um, oof. I don't want to get suckered in too much to that Oakland Monday night game. Um, I might take the Raiders, honestly. Not to win, but maybe to cover also a division game. Don't like how Casey's defense really looked either last week, and I liked how Derek Carr looked. So Chiefs win, but in a close one, and the Raiders cover. Uh, Chiefs cover. I'm going to go – I'm going to agree with you, Morris. I think the Raiders cover this one. Uh, I don't know what it is. They're sucking me in. <laughs> yeah, they're sucking me in too. One week, that's all I needed. All right, Bears at the Broncos. The Bears are three-point favorites on the road here. I don't like that at all. Uh, we like Denver's defense too. I think Chicago is going to have a tougher time uh, than people think. So uh, I think Denver wins in their home opener. Yeah, I think the Broncos cover and win the game. Uh, yeah, I agree with both of you. I got, I got the Broncos here plus three. This one's tough. Saints-Rams, the Rams are two-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm going with New Orleans. I think they get revenge for the uh, NFC Championship game last year. High-scoring shootout. This game's going to be crazy. Um, I just think the Saints are a little bit better, better and they're out for revenge. Uh, I like the Saints. Uh, I'm going to pick the Rams, and I think for the opposite of what you said, Morris, I think they're going to go out and prove that they were the better team anyways and going to win the game. Oof. Uh, I'm going to go – I'm going to go with the Rams as well. Um, I think it's going to be a really good football game, though. I can't wait to watch this one. Yeah. Uh, Eagles at Falcons. The Eagles are one-and-a-half-point favorites. Oh, wow. My birds. Wow. Um, I mean, I can never pick against the Eagles, so you know where I'm going. But uh, I do have legitimate concerns about our defense, um, giving up 380 yards passing and Case Keenum and Terry McLaurin looking like Joe Montana and Jerry Rice out there. Um, so that is something to be concerned about. And Julio Jones, you know, we'll go for his annual 12 for 160 against us, but he'll probably drop a touchdown in the end zone to end the game. Uh, so Eagles win. Yeah, I um, got the Eagles. Uh, I'm going with the Falcons. Just gut feeling. Nothing yeah. as the Eagles. No, I could see it. <laughs> Doesn't wouldn't shock me. And I, I don't think it, it will mean anything about the Eagles. I think the Eagles will ha will still be like 11-5. and five. Uh, I just think they dropped this one for whatever reason it is. Um, all right, moving on to Monday night. Browns at the Jets. Cleveland huh. is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, oof, that's kind of desperation time already for both of these teams. <laughs> you start 0-2. You know, I don't know if those playoff dreams that they were both hoping for are going to come to fruition. Um, I'm going to go with the Browns. I just think they're a little bit better. I know they looked awful last Sunday. I think they bounced back. I just think they're a little bit better than the Jets. Uh, close game. What was the spread, too? Two and a half. Two and a half. Oh, that's a tough one, too. Browns by a field goal. They barely cover. Uh, I got the Jets. J-E-T-S. <laughs> Jets, Jets, Jets. Cover win, baby. Oh, yeah. Monday night. They got this. They got this. Uh, a lot of confidence. A lot of confidence. Uh, all right. Well, anyway, we'll have uh, 
I'll write those picks down. We'll have them all together. Um, again, the standings are more to me at the top, Dom at the bottom per use. Um, <laughs> anyway, we want to thank you for listening to this week's edition of the Sneaky Place podcast. Uh, Morse and Dom both thank you as well for, for being there last week with us. I um, want to remind you to visit jokermag.com, the home of the underdog. A lot of good things coming. Make sure you subscribe to the newsletter coming from our website. Subscribe to our podcast. Follow us on Twitter at PlaySneaky. Download Thrive Fantasy, please. It's a really cool app. Used it this past weekend. Once won a little bit of money. So get your prop bets in with Thrive Fantasy. And guys, enjoy this week. Enjoy Thursday night game. Um, hopefully it's not as bad as I think it's going to be. And, uh, and, you know, and then get through the week. Get through the week. Don't worry about your week one fantasy losses. There's, so, there's 12 more weeks in regular fantasy. You can do DraftKings every single week. You guys will be there. We've got faith. And we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Sneaky Place podcast presented by JokerMag.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please smash that subscribe button and follow us on Twitter at play sneaky.